everybody. I'm here with uh, Adrian Jansen from Benefit Advisors down in the, the great state of Florida. Um, she came on with us uh, back in uh, 2018, their firm did. And it's interesting that, that her background is, is education. And she's taken on this role of sales manager, sales leader, and has done a phenomenal job. So, Adrian, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks. Good. So tell us, um, kind of tell us a little bit about your experience of, of kind of the, from beginning to now in this whole big mission journey for you. Sure. So I started with our firm in July of 2018. In November of that same year, we became a big mission client. Um, learned a little bit about the wedge process, had the, the chance to go to some in-person training uh, with Randy learn really kind of what this was all about. Um, in January of 2019, we hired our first producer, um, attempting to kind of teach them the wedge process. And it was an epic fail. Um, kind of picked ourselves up, learned from that mistake, um, hired a, another new producer shortly thereafter. Um, and we've, we've gotten him up and running and over the, the last year and a half, um, through using the wedge process and, and big mission to support us and our, our weekly Chris meetings, um, he's been our, our fastest producer to validate even in the middle of a, a pandemic. Yeah. So he's, so, and how long did it take him to validate just in round numbers? Um, it was a year and, and four months. Yeah. So um, if you contrast that to what's norm, it, it depends on what agency we're talking about. Yeah. But there's a lot of firms that even after three years, people don't validate, maybe sometimes yeah. four and five. So it, it's crazy. Good, good on you. And then you said yes. uh, the first guy you hired was an epic failure. Yes. Uh, can you speak to that at all? Uh, sure. So uh, he, he was someone that had, had come to us through a, a referral of a carrier that we work with. Uh, looked great for the most part on paper. Uh, we use the grit assessment that is kind of embedded in big mission, which is part of the grit hiring process that I was kind of picking and choosing what, what pieces of the grit process I wanted to use. His scores came back kind of okay, not great. Um, and I, instead of kind of acknowledging that and and maybe looking uh, for another potential new hire. I gathered other data to confirm my belief that that he could do it. Hired him in January of 2019. Like I said, probably only followed the first maybe two steps of the grit process. Um, by February of 2019, I knew it wasn't going to work out. <laughs> And let's talk and, about, uh, let, yeah. let's talk about what, he, he was a charming guy, a likable yeah. guy, had yeah. good with personality and all that sort of stuff, yes. uh, and probably could sell incredibly well, but he could not what? Couldn't prospect. Couldn't could, prospect. So, couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and so now what'd you learn from that? So I, I learned that being able to grow into this concept of million dollar producer you, you have to have the skill set of prospecting and selling. Um, and 
in in my mind, kind of being new to the field, I didn't see them as being two separate things. I saw them as just one skill set. Um, and, and they work together to make a million dollar producer, but they're two very separate things. Um, so now everybody that we hire <laughs> from from here until the, the rest of eternity, uh, we'll, we will make sure that their their score reflects that and that they can actually do both pieces. Yeah, bingo. So then um, uh, one of the things that you'd share with me is that when you, when, you know, when, when you got started and, and we talk a lot about proactive services and, and building out that platform and the more black and white that is, the more wedges you have and the better you can serve your clients. Tell me about your experience of that and maybe how it's grown or what's changed there. Sure. So when we first started building out Big Nition and, and we were putting all of our written services into the platform, I remember seeing to kind of go through the steps, this, this wizard that you have built in there of, of building out what that's going to look like. It made me choose a category. And I remember thinking, we only have like four services. How am I going to categorize just four things? Um, it, so in the beginning, I think we had four categories and underneath each category was just one service. <laughs> had the same name as the category. So, so that's where we started. Um, since then, you know, we've, we've really kind of unpacked each of those and, and the categories, ironically, have kind of stayed the same. Of course, we've added on some new ones, but um, the, the information was all there. But when you're writing these wedges and you're writing the services in tandem, you just can't help but get really granular if, if you're following the process the right way. Um, so, you know, the one wedge underneath, or I'm sorry, the one service underneath the category turned into 10 11, 12 um, over time as we really kind of dug into what are what we're really doing for our customers every day. And I think the best part of all of it is we didn't have to invent anything, create anything. We were already doing this. All we had to do was just get really good at explaining what we were doing. <laughs> and has that impacted um, either retention and or new business at all? I think that it has. I think it's impacted retention, um, especially with our, our clients who are being managed by our account executives. Um, I strongly believe that if our, our employees are happy, that it generates happy clients and happy clients generates retention. And I think that um, we bring our account executives into our meetings. We, we try to do it once a month. Sometimes it's more frequently than that. Um, but I think that it was really amazing for them to see the work that they were doing, to realize how valuable of a part of our whole system they are. And I think the, the pride that they feel in that, the sense of accomplishment that they feel being recognized by the sales team, like, hey, man, look at all this great work that you're doing. I mean, that's, look at this. This is impressive. Um, has really helped our account executive team to kind of grow and mature. And then just by nature, you know, they're able to retain more clients. Um, 
And then, you know, on, on the other side of things in sales, speaking again about our, our new producer that we've hired and have had lots of great success with, um, those, those services are what he's able to explain. And he came into our industry, didn't know anything about insurance, um, still only about a year and six months into his, his journey in the industry, still doesn't know a lot of the the nitty gritty, but he can explain those written services front and back. And I think he feels so confident in what those services are. And then having our account executives there talking about what that looks like, that sense of confidence just exudes out of him um, when he's in these sales meetings. So, I mean, yeah, it's had, it's had an incredible impact on, on both parts. And so from, uh, you know, late 18 to now, uh, any idea how much your revenue has grown? I mean, is it up 10% or 15% or? Yeah. So in November of 2018, we were like approaching 2 million in revenue agency wide. Um, I think we were at like 1.7 or or 1.8. Um, we're a little bit over 2.5 right now. Um, and, and I think that we're now in that phase where uh, I'm pretty excited. I think we've kind of mastered the J curve and I think we might be in, in an exponential growth phase. Um, this year has kicked off to a really good start so far. So, you know, good for you crossed for that upward trajectory. So then I'm just trying to do some math. If you, if yeah. you've grown, um, what looks like about 700,000 on what was about 1.7 million. Mm-hmm. That's that's about forty percent growth over over what is two years, and one of those years was you know the whole COVID thing. So that's yes. um, that's a, that's an enviable thing that most people would want to try to replicate. Yeah, yeah. Well, good on you. There there are obviously a, a lot of thousands of options of CRM out there. Yeah. When it comes to growing an agency. Why, I mean, what are the attributes of Big Nishan that, that you think separate it from the other things that would cause that to be a great choice? I mean, I think other CRMs struggle to capture the prospecting process. And I don't think that they do it in any kind of elegant way from what I've seen. The, the written services, I mean, I feel like that might be be more comparable in terms of here's a bank of things that we can do, putting them on a calendar, assigning them to different parties. That that part I feel like is is pretty standard, but really the, I think the, the magic is that the prospecting pieces, the sales process, all of the stuff that happens on the opportunity pages, the wedges that get built, directly connect to those services. So it's just a very fluid process from beginning to end. And then I can see exactly how much revenue is just sitting there, you know, waiting. Um, And I am actually pretty bad at math, so I don't have to fake that part when I say, I'm not so great at math, but if I add all those up, wouldn't that make a pretty good dent in (laughs) in this goal you have for yourself? Yeah. Uh, so to, to kind of be able to juxtapose those two things, like, dude, you, you know, you want this car, you want this golf membership, like you're, you're just three groups away from that three, 
and you have 85 of them listed here. You just gotta figure out how to get three of them to say yes. Come on, you can do it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know of another CRM that, that frames it that way. I mean, they show you where you are, but they don't show you where you're gonna go. Hey Adrian, uh, best to you. you know, thanks for thanks for being a great client and sharing your, your wisdom and stuff like that. And uh, talk to you again soon. Yeah.